Bibles to uh, 1 Chronicles 28.9. 1 Chronicles 28.9. Uh, before I get started, it's a blessing to see uh, all these young people up here uh, preaching the Word of God and realizing that this is our future out here. These young people, these young kids, young men are our future. Are our future leaders. Are our future pastors. Future evangelists. Future missionaries. And we need to praise God that we have a young church. Our church is not old and dead. It's young. How many how many ladies are expecting this time? Several, aren't there? We always have someone expecting in this church. <laughs> I haven't been, I've been here about three years, and we all, every time I've been here, there's always someone expecting. Usually it's, multiple, usually it's multiple ladies. But praise God. God gives, God blesses us with the children. God blesses us. Amen. Praise the Lord. For these young people preaching the word. Um, 1 Chronicles 28.9. And thou, Solomon, my son, know thou the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart and a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts, and understandeth all imaginations of the thoughts. If thou seek him, he will be found of thee. But if thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. Let us pray. Dear and gracious Father, Lord, we just thank you for thy word. We thank you for the blessings, Lord, and the joy it brings to our hearts, Lord, when we read thy holy word. Lord, we praise thy name and exalt thy name, God, for we love you, Lord, and we need thy power, Lord. Help me, Lord, as I preach thy word, Lord, for I'm nervous up here, God, but thy word is an awesome thing, Lord, and we ought to be nervous when we're up here, God, for thy word is mighty and powerful, Lord, and we thank you, God, and we praise thy name. Just bless the word, fill me with thy spirit, Lord, give me strength, and bless the rest of the service tonight, Lord, bless the rest of the people that will preach, Lord, and we just thank you for their faithfulness and their willingness to serve you, God, and their willingness to get up here, Lord, and preach thy word, and we thank you and praise you for all you've given us, Lord. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen. I'm preaching on serving God with the right heart. It says here, And serve him with a perfect heart and a willing mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts. We need to serve God with the right heart. If we don't serve God with the right heart, how are we, gonna, how, how are we expected to serve God in a fuller way? I mean, oftentimes we go out and we will, we will, we will go on a visitation and we'll go knocking on a door. My name is Joey, Brother Joey, right here. Come to the Lord, Father. Hey, I can have Now it's good when we're busy, but when we go door knocking, we need to have compassion for these souls. We need to realize that there are people. This person is probably lost and on their way to hell. And they, we might be the last person they talk to about heaven, about eternal salvation. And if we don't realize, and if we don't get our hearts right with God about witnessing, then what are we doing? Oftentimes we spend more time, oftentimes we don't even, we're too tired to go witness. Well, God doesn't care about that. God cares about faithfulness. And just because we have two days of visitation, Tuesday night and Saturday, does that mean that's the only time you witness? No. Everywhere we go, we should witness. I think this is the biggest thing the devil attacks us on. I was talking to Brother Julian last night, and it's true. We can be the prayer, we can be prayer warriors, we can read our Bibles faithfully, but the devil will first hit us 
I'm stolen. Because the devil does not want us to convert anybody else. The lost people are the devil's children. Because they die, if they die, they go to hell because they know not Christ. The devil really does not want us to go soul winning. He doesn't want us to. And we need to look up to guys like Brother Cordova and Brother Godfrey. Guys that witness and spend their lives soul winning and present the gospel of Christ. What are we doing? Are we as faithful as them? Why are we not asking for 50 souls? I think we need to ask for souls to be saved. We need to pray, God, give me 50 souls this next year. We need to. I think we need to have revival in this church. I haven't noticed many souls being saved lately here. I mean, praise God for the ones that are being saved. But I mean, I've been here when there's like four or five up here at once, every service being saved. We need to have revival. And revival starts in ourselves as Christians. I mean, if us ourselves are not revived, if us ourselves are not, I have not the right heart for soul winning, or not, I have not the right heart for serving God, how can, we, how can we be an example and encouragement to others? We can't. There's no way. And we need to ask for souls to be saved. We need to have revival in this church. We need to ask for souls to be saved. Every time, oftentimes we go on visitation, it's, nothing happens. It's been this way when I'm going out for the longest time. I need revival. When I'm pointing, the, when I'm preaching, it's three coming back at me. So I'm getting, I'm hammering myself too. But uh, we need revival. I mean, Pastor preached last um yesterday. Why can't we? Why, we need to ask for fifty souls. One year, Pastor had two hundred souls saved. Can we not do that every year? We need to do that every year. I think if God, God will give us, God will provide for us if we're faithful and we're serving Him with the right heart. But oftentimes, we let that sin creep in. Bitterness. We spend too much time with our tongues talking about other people, murmuring about other people, talking about foolish things as Jason said, and not talking about the gospel of Christ. What are we doing? The gospel of Christ. This is what God commanded us to go in, uh, go in the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. We need to preach the gospel to everybody. Every creature. Even if even if we go to the store. It's so easy. Hand out a check and invite someone out to church. <coughs> How many does Brother Alex could go over and hand out a day? 60 or 70 tracks a day. Are you going to tell me that none of those people are ever going to get saved reading those tracks? We might be surprised if we do. If we're that faithful like Brother Alex is, we will be surprised when we stand before God and see all the souls we led to Christ just because we were faithful. And Brother Alex takes time with people, too. He takes time. He put me to shame. That was a blessing going, to, going down to Port of Houston. Amen. That was a blessing. Seeing Brother Alex, he's running all over the place for souls. And all the young, young people are all lollygagging. And Brother Alice is moving. Amen. We need to, we need to be we need to be thankful to people that people can show us our errors. I mean, Amen. Right. Brother Godfrey has how many heart, a heart attack already? And he's still out there winning souls. And Brother George Compton, four souls, five souls in one week. Hey, Amen. And he's in his seventies. Praise God. You're never too old to serve God. You're never too old to go soul winning. Amen. And us young guys, 
He better be out now. Because <laughs> we're the future. If we're not faithful in soul winning now, are we going to be faithful when we're older? No, we're not. No, we are not. We need to be faithful now. We need to be faithful all our days in serving God. We need faith. We need to be faithful in praying. Now turn to James five sixteen. James 5.16 Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We need to have the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man. Oftentimes we have no power because we, we don't have to spend time in prayer. I mean, it's so, it's so easy for us just to sit there and pray for five minutes, but that's really not going to get your prayers answered. I don't think. Oh, we, at least oftentimes we'll slip in our devotions or pray we'll pray for minutes here, and that will be our devotions. I think we need to spend time in prayer. We need to set a time and we get up. We need to forsake a little sleep, a little slumber, a little rest, to pray. I mean, I'm a, I'm a slow waker-upper, I'll tell you that. It takes me forever to wake up. But if I need to forsake a few hours, of my, an hour of my sleep to pray. I mean, what's more important, sleeping or praying? I found out, even if even if I, when I get that less hour of sleep, when I pray, I'm faithful in praying. I get up an hour earlier. I'm more refreshed than if I was if I slept that extra hour. Because God, God is with me. And, and before the day starts, we need to spend time in prayer. Because the devil's going to attack you that day. If you don't have the protection of God on you, you're going to get hammered all day. You're going to get hammered. And we need to spend time in prayer. We have much power through prayer. Like the song they sing, there's power through prayer. There is. We have power through prayer. And um, when we, when we need, oftentimes we spend a lot of time reading our Bible and praying, but we need to put feet to our prayers too. So uh, we just can't just pray. We need to put feet to our prayers. I mean, Brother George McDowell, he, he has oil and he's walking around and he's winning souls. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And in the Bible, she was she was old and she won a whole town to Christ. A whole town to Christ. Amen. So we need to put feet to our prayers. We need to pray. We need to read the scriptures. We need to memorize scripture. Psalm 119.11 Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. We need to hide the word in our heart. Hide the word in our hearts and our minds. The word of God. John, Brother John Scott, before he left, he had over a thousand scripture verses memorized. And every Monday night, he told me this, he would have spent three hours in his devotions Three hours, and he would quote all those scripture verses. That should put us all to shame. That should put us all to shame. A thousand verses. And he needs those verses, too, up there in Ohio. Having to pray for him. He's having to try to find a good godly church. But just pray for John. God needs to preach. He has that desire to preach. Amen. And he really wants, he really wants that pulpit up there and tell that church what he thinks. What's wrong with it? But pray for John. Um, a thousand scripture verses. And now you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have a lot better time defeating the devil when he's attacking you when you have that verse, those verses memorized. And oftentimes during your devotions, you should, you should have a scripture verse a week, I think, in your personal devotions. 
think that'd be a good idea for everyone, including me. I'm gonna try to do that this my, I'm gonna try to do that this next year. Memorize a verse a week. And just any verse you might read even if you read through your devotions. I mean, have a scripture verse a week for your devotions. I think that's a great idea for everybody, including myself. I mean, that's how John Scott got it. <laughs> His method worked. And every and every Monday he would quote all those verses. Oftentimes, I think that's a good idea for us. Spend some time in the Word of God. Spend some time serving God. In 2 Timothy 2.15, Study shall let self approve unto God. I work with that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When you study, shall let self approve. When you study the Bible. Get into the Word. Don't just read it. Study it. Spend some time studying the Word. Spend at least one day a week studying the Scriptures. That'd be a good idea for all of us to do too. Yeah. Studying the scriptures. Yeah. Oftentimes we just open the board Bible and read it and we get nothing out of it. Because we ask for nothing. I mean that you can always you can always find some some nuggets in the Bible. Always. And praise God if he shows you something. Amen. Some things are very difficult to read, like Pastor said, Ezekiel. <laughs> some things are just hard to understand. Real hard, huh? I should have a mind like Mr. Grab. Mr. Grab pretty much understands quite a bit. <laughs> Playing Bible to Bible child, Bible trivia with him and answer the hard a hard question. Like one man, guys mentioned one time in the Bible, he knows the answer right away. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but I mean, God gives us God gives us different gifts though. Some people he gives a good mind, very sharp. But others he gives giving, gift of giving. I mean, some people will give their Give the whole paycheck to God, the whole paycheck to a missionary. Praise God. I mean, we need to give it. We need to give everything we have to God. We need ourselves foremost to God, because God purchased us with His blood. God, God saved us. We need to give our lives back to God, because God, Christ gave His life for us. Why don't we do the same for Christ? Why don't we give our lives and our hearts for Christ? We need to. But oftentimes, we as Christians, we dead church. Sit back there, sit there and just sit in the pew and do nothing. We need to get out and at it. And I think if, if the God allows you to make it to Tuesday night visitation, you ought to be there. It seems our, our numbers are dwindling every Tuesday night. We have the faithful few. But if God allows you to be there Tuesday night, you need to be there. Because I know spending time with family is important, but so is sewing. If you, if you want to spend time with your wife, go sewing with her. Amen. That's spending some good quality time with her. And you're still doing the work of God. Amen. I think it'd be a good idea. Oftentimes, husbands go with their wives sewing. Praise God. That's spending time with your spouse, spending time with your husband and your wife, and you're still serving God. Amen. Go sewing with your kids. Brother Essie's go sewing with Luke all the time. Teaching, just teaching Luke something. Teaching Luke to serve God. And I think we need to get our kids out on visitation too. They're old enough. I think it'll teach them good. It'll do some good for them. I mean, instead of being back here playing all playing all the time, I think they need to go on visitation. I mean, our kids, that's our future. If our kids are if we're not teaching our kids to go on visitation now, they can do it when they're our age. We need to teach them when they're young. I mean, they might not even be saved, but they can at least stay out of the Bible track. They'll know when they get saved, that's what they need to do. Amen. And I tell you, Tuesday night visitations is one more. 
think we need to get we need to get the numbers up again. I think so. Because every time you go there, a couple times we go there, it's like only like four people. Four people out of the whole church on Tuesday night. I think every time the door is open for visitation, we need to be there. We need to be there. And what are we doing? Why are we not serving God like we ought to with our heart? What in the world are we doing? I think we need to we need to be more soul conscious. Oftentimes we get too bogged down with the things of this world. The devil will like us to get bogged down with these things. I got all these problems. I got to do this. Got to go to work real quick. I'm running late, and we get all bogged down. We stop at these. And we stop at different establishments here, and we fail. And we get all worried about our problems, and we fail to witness. Why? See, the devil would love us to devil. That's the first thing the devil will have us not be as faithful and soul winning. You can be the prayer roar. You can be the the Bible scholar all you want. That's good. Amen. God commands us to do that. But if you're not having effect on the lost world by witnessing and telling them about Christ. Then you're missing something. Yeah. You are missing something. You're not serving God with all your heart if you're not soul winning. Amen. You can be faithful and read your body and be the prayer warrior all you want, but I don't think you're being as faithful to God if you're not soul winning. You're not right with God. Come on. That's the great commandment God gives us is soul winning. I think we need to be out there. We need to, we need to witness. We need a soul win. And just because we have visitation twice, two times a week here, we need a soul win. As Christ ourselves, we need a soul win more. Every day, we need to have, we should have a goal. Brother Alex says, hand out five tracks a day. I think that'd be good for us too. Hand out five tracks a day. Everyone needs to make that goal for this New Year's. I'm going to hand out five tracks a day. I mean, if you don't set goals for yourself, you're never going to accomplish them. If you don't set a standard for yourself, you're never going to accomplish them. You can say, well, I, I want to witness to, I want to, I want to try to witness someone every day. I think hanging out five tracks a day is going to be a good goal for us. I think we'll see more fruit. I think we will. Your brother Alex, that's how we got faithful and soul winning. He started out with five tracks. Moved up to ten, moved up to fifteen. Now he's at sixty or seventy. Praise God. Amen. And you can just see the countenance of his face. You can just see the joy in his heart. Right. I, you know, I never seen Alex griping and all frowning complaining. We need to rise up above our circumstances. We need to have the joy of the Lord. Restore to me the joy of my salvation. If we go around moping and complaining, we're not going to serve God the right heart. We're not going to serve God the right way. Give God all your problems. He is the great problem solver. Let God solve your problems. And just leave it all on Him. And just serve God with all your heart. That's what we need to do. And we come in this church oftentimes on Sunday or Wednesday, and we have a grumpy attitude. We're all grumpy. We're not smiling. We're not doing anything. And, and you know, visitors will notice this. They will. Because <laughs> they examine each and every one of us. And if they notice that we have, a, we have a grumpy attitude and there's no joy in this church, they're not going to want to stay. They're not going to want to hear the word of God. They want to see what, what does this church have that I need? What do these Christians have that I need? And John Scott had someone visit from his um, unit when he was in the army because John Scott was always smiling. 
And he wanted to know what John Scott had, so he went to church. Praise God! Why are we not smiling? Why are we not happy? Let God solve your problems. Leave it with God and have the joy of the Lord. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's and we need to regard not iniquity in our hearts. Psalm 66, 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. We need to forsake our sins that we have, that we have hidden in our heart. Because God knows them. Everybody else might not, but God knows them. We need, we need to forsake them. And, and God is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins. We need to forsake Him on the altar. Leave Him on the altar before God and forsake Him. And try your best. I tell you, if you're not faithful in your devotions, if you're not faithful in serving God, those things are just going to come back right on you. We need to have the strength of the Lord. And we cannot have problems in our heart. We cannot have strifes in our heart. We cannot be murmuring against other people. We need to forgive others, too. Oftentimes we don't. Oh, man, this person said something. I'm upset at him. We need to forgive them. Christ forgave us for all our sins. We need to forgive others. And if we have if we have strife with other people, we're not right with God. We are not right with God. Because how can you sit there and say you're serving God with all your heart if you have a contentious heart and a strife with another brother or sister in Christ? Yeah. And we need to just forsake all. We need to forgive others. Don't be afraid to apologize to somebody if you're wrong. Get rid of that pride in your heart. Humble yourself and say, Brother, I'm sorry I did this. Please forgive me. I mean, uh, we all make mistakes. <laughs> we all do. None of us here are perfect. The only thing that's perfect in us is Christ. And we, need to just, we need to just get our hearts right with God. I think everyone here gets their hearts right with God. Start serving the Lord, me included now. Serve the Lord with all our heart. I think we'll see more. We'll see more souls saved, and we'll see our church grow really yielding for the Lord this next year. Let us pray. Dear and gracious Father, Lord, we just thank you for Thy Word. We acknowledge You, God, and we praise Thy name, God. For there is no God but Thee, O Lord, and we love You, Lord, and we need You, Lord. And just help us, Lord, set, set some goals, Lord, for this next year, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that we would have a more zeal for You, God. That we would serve You with a greater heart and a greater mind, God. That we would. Love you and honor you, God, that our heart will be totally yielded to you, God. Oh, Lord, help us, Lord. Help us be the soul winners we need to be, God. Help us be the prayer warriors we need to be, Lord, and the Bible readers we need to be. Help us honor thy word and study thy scriptures, Lord. And we thank you, God, and we praise you for all you give us, Lord. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen.